Sunday, Betfair Edge. Play both sides of the bet this AFL season with Lay Betting, exclusive to Betfair. What's gambling really costing you? Great to have your company on a Sunday morning. John Donahoe with you. This is the Sunday Betfair Edge. Back or lay AFL markets exclusive to Betfair. What's gambling really costing you? Nice to be back in the chair. Milo going to be back next week, and it's nice to be sitting alongside this man in the studio, Tommy Haylock. Hello, Tommy. Good morning. Good morning to everyone out there. Yes, uh, great to be here, mates. Big shoes to fill with Milo being out. And, Absolutely. Um... You know what they say about big shoes. <laughs> big socks. <laughs> Correct. Great to have you here. You're up and about after Thursday Night Football. Geez, I've got geez, I've got some lay-bin content coming up. I've got I texted you this morning. I think I've got uh, four, maybe five, a couple for the backboard as well. But yeah, I, I've been I've been thinking over the good. weekend. Good, this yeah. is good from you. Yeah. A lot um, of sport on, but I've really narrowed my focus on two. There's and, a lot well, of sport on. on. A lot, lot of sport on. Yeah. I've got, got a lot of cricket content today. We've got soccer overnight. Um, obviously, AFL. We saw some crazy uh, scenes. Mm. Hawthorne and. Brisbane, NRL, cricket is the big one. I'm tired because yes. I've been staying up watching a lot of cricket, JD. How good. And it's going to be a, a tiring couple of months, really. Mm. We've got, what is it, six tests in seven and a half weeks. The Ashes starting on the 16th, Friday. I don't, don't call it, I don't call it tiring. I call it heaven. Yes. I call it perfection. I cannot wait. It is, and, I said last week, it is the, my most excited. Yeah. My, it's my favorite sporting event. Because, time, yeah. because once you finish, and the great thing is, once you finish watching the footy on the weekend at, you know, 8, 10 o'clock, oh. whatever, whatever time the game's on, you just roll straight into the cricket for the next four hours. It's so good. It's fantastic. We are talking off air. What time do we go to bed? Tea's yeah. a good time. Well, but if it's really interesting, you try and get through that 20-minute tea break and stay up. Tonight's interesting, though, because be tomorrow's sad. a public holiday. Mm. Although I got a nine a.m. tea time down in Sandy, but uh, I could probably uh, I could probably make it work. But I, I, I'm probably going to stay up tonight. Yes, uh, I've got nine a.m. radio on SEN tomorrow morning. So oh, gee whiz, with Milo, who's you've been roped in. in. Gareth. I know, you've been roped Dean, in. Dean uh, Watling and I with uh, Miles tomorrow. So hopefully he's back. Mm. Um, Braden's text in. Miles too dead for track today. Uh, no, he was all right. Well behaved yesterday. Third he, birthday. Yeah, he was because he he had just uh, he had just gotten out of the hospital. He he came down with dengue fever. Oh. Jeez, don't know if he'd won that pushed out. Well, no, he uh, he didn't, and then Felix went with it straight away off the top <laughs> yesterday. So he then he then admitted it. So oh, um, now yeah, we wish Milo all the best. But no, he was he was very well behaved. He was holding court. I tell you what, yesterday was great fun at the uh, at the Ascot Vale Hotel, and the roof nearly came off. If Normandy Bridge had have won that race late in the day, the punters club would be eating caviar for the next month. It was, uh, yeah. Oh well, Scotty Can't straight onto that. In the the lay bin, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. What's the number to message in your lay bins? Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. Big thanks to all. Uh, big thanks to the Ascot Vale Hotel, and big thanks to all who came out yesterday as well. And uh, there was a really good turnout from uh, from the punters, and I guess from the the uh, the colleagues as well. But yeah, text us zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. No shortage of sport for us to talk about today: cricket, racing, AFL, NRL. Anything you want to put on the agenda, feel free. And anyone you want to put in the lay bin. You can start sending them through now. We'll start uh, we'll start putting them uh, putting them aside and hold them for the lay bin. So anything you want to put in the lay bin, feel free. Can we, do you, can we do you extend the show? We, we've got no, that we many lay bins. We need a. Yeah, we can't. No, I got to <laughs> I got to be upstairs at about one o'clock for another uh, commitment. So, <laughs> well, well, 
something quickly. You have yeah. championship Champions League, Man City won overnight, speed into Milan there. The NRL, the AFL started Thursday night, the AFL. Your mob, did you go to Sydney? I was up in Sydney. I was up in Sydney. You both are dedicated. my bro- Well, both my brothers live up in Sydney, so I sort of uh killed two birds with one stone and went and saw them. Don't one, act like one you're of trying my brothers to see your brothers. One of my brothers is a Swan supporter. Yes. And so I thought, you know, perfect opportunity to go up. Went up on Thursday, had a little day off. And uh, flew back yesterday morning. So it was a, a whirlwind couple of hours. I did SEN track on Friday with Paps and Mickey Gannon as well. So ended up doing a bit of work while I was up there. But no, th- one thing I will say is that Thursday night should be a permanent fixture and that the SCG is a beautiful venue to watch football. I've been to the SCG once. It is once. a beautiful is venue. It? I, I, don't, I didn't love my experience. Really? SCG. Yeah, was, I'll probably put it in the lay-bin back then. Wow, okay. No, uh, I, I, I just like, thought it was outdated. Yeah, it, it, it is, but... At the same time, it's got that sort of historical feel to it. Probably re- depends where you are yeah. as well. Yeah, I was behind the goals and probably the forward flank, um, the end that St Kilda were kicking in the last quarter. So, yeah, look, I, I enjoyed it um, and it was nice to spend a bit of time with my brother as well. But, yeah, Thursday night footy should be here forever. Great win by St Kilda. Now fifth on the ladder, 32 points. And results seem to have gone their way as well. The Bulldogs losing has gone their way. Um, obviously, Adelaide winning yesterday has bumped Adelaide up, but uh, I think even Brisbane losing has probably helped the Saints as well to keep in touch with the top four. So and Fremantle, yeah, as well. Yeah. So uh, obviously, Port got over Bulldogs Friday night. Where are the Bulldogs at? I see the hit and miss. I tipped the Bulldogs. I tipped the Bulldogs. I, I really thought the Bulldogs were gonna were gonna stand up. They were gonna make a statement against probably the second best team. The, the ladders would suggest the second best team in football right now, and they're playing some great footy, Port Adelaide. But I just thought. At Marvel, I thought they'd get their run going. They were just at times really stagnant with their ball movement. Now, their forward line, their forward structure is a big thing for me. I, I was having this conversation with someone during the week. The The recruitment of Rory Lobb is a curious one for me. Mm-hmm. Tim yep. English is the best ruckman in the comp. I get it. He needs, he needs help. But you've already got 200-plus centimetre forwards in Norton, Eugle Hagen, Sam Darcy when he was fit and available. And then they want a third one that can go into the ruck as well. I, It was curious to me. They all jump into each other at times. Their goal kicking, I'm just watching on the screen now, their goal kicking at times is really bad. Norton missed a couple from, from close range. Hugo Hagen missed too early from close range. And it, they just shoot themselves in the foot at times. Mm, so they're, I don't know who it was that said it during the week, but the dogs every year, we, we expect them to be better than they actually are. I always expect them to be a top four side the last three years. Yet they they make it hard work for themselves coming back from, you know, 0 and 2, 0 and or 1 and 3, whatever it is. You know, they really make it hard for themselves. It was a game they could have won. They were in the game, I guess, for two and a half, maybe three and a half quarters. So they're currently eighth on the ladder. Yeah. Low percentage. Probably yeah. tells you where they're at, 101%. And that's going to be crucial come the end of the year because I think this is going to be the tightest race for the eight. We've seen. They, I'll just check their draw. They don't have an easy draw home no. either. They've got North Melbourne next week, but then they've got quite a, a tough run home. And they're mm. $1.66 to make the eight on betfair.com.au. I can lay them at $1.68. I'm yeah. happy to be against yeah. them. They're just not They're not going as I must well say, as yeah, they, you would have thought. They've surprised me. I, I thought they'd be right up there. in the uh, Probably not the top four, but I reckon they were probably going to be the fifth best team this season on paper when I looked at them. I had the I had the four except for Port Adelaide. I probably had uh, Collingwood, Geelong, Brisbane, and Melbourne as my four, and then I had the Bulldogs next at the start of the year, just based on what I'd seen recruiting wise and how I thought they'd they'd worked everything out. But 
Really? Yeah, they're a curious one. I think they're probably, they need another key defender. Luke, Liam Jones has filled a really nice role, has played a really nice role, but Alex Keith's almost been worked out a little bit in the last few weeks. He hasn't been in the side for a long time. So, yeah, there's there's a few holes there missing, but one man I do love is the Bond. Um, what are his, have you got his Brownlow odds there? I can get them up for you. Because sure. I reckon he's, I reckon he's got to be favourite. He, he, there's no doubt in my mind after the last six weeks that he's put together, he's the best player in the comp. There's a few challenges. Yeah. Um, Nick give, Dacos is there, and Jeremy Cameron will come as well. With Nick a, Dacos with a rush. will poll. Yep. The other one is Zach Butters. He's been the massive mover. So he was matched at a huge price. He's $6 now. His last month of football has been out of this world. He got matched as high as $500 on Betfair. Really? And he's been as low as $4. His $6 is about his right price. His second favorite, Petraka's got to be in the mix as well. Oliver really? out. Yes, he's actually had a really good year. Um, kicks goals. His last four okay. or five weeks have been really good. He's 660 now. So um, I've got a couple of data modelers that model the Brownlow, and they've got Petraka second. So right. um, Dacos, $3.35. Zach Butters, $6 now. Christopher Petraka, $6.60. Bont, $9.20. Jordan Dawson, $13.50. Uh, Tim Taranto, he's another one. Did you say Bont is paying $9.20 for the Brownlow? Jump on. I'm Bet backing that every day of the week. Jump on Gamble now. responsibly, of course. But I, I'm, I'm thinking that's, that is serious value for Bont. I'm nervous, JD, because I've been laying Nick Dacos. Have so, you? Um, yeah, and he keeps polling. Yeah, no, he'll he'll he's gonna be he'll be top two. It, it'll be him or Bond, and I reckon Jeremy Cameron will be in the in the mix as well as Petrarca. They're they're the four that are gonna win the one of those four will win the Brownlow this year. The good thing about Dacos is he's not gonna get suspended for a dangerous tackle. No, because you need to tackle first. <laughs> I'm staying out of that. Kid's a star. No, he's a st- absolute Kid's star. A star. Oh, that was just what a you're saying is he plays an outside game. Yeah, oh, essentially, that's yeah. true, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, I think we know that. He's but... an absolute star. Mm. He reminds me a bit of Gary Ablett when Gary Ablett first started. He got high possession games. He got a lot of handballs at the back because he was such a good user. Mm. And then he turned into obviously probably the best player I've ever seen, Gary yeah. Ablett Jr. Dacos yeah. is on that trajectory at the moment. He's still copying a bit of criticism because mm. he's that receiver. He's an outside player, which. Ablett was at the start yeah. of his career and he had that big hype on him and, and boom, obviously. I, but I just wonder, I just wonder whether, and there's no doubt he's got, he's got a number of three voters this year, but I just wonder whether umpires at times are going to look at his 35 or 40 possessions and say, yes, he got him off half back. He got the sort of the four or five uh, kick-ins. Yeah. Yeah. Four or five kick-ins. Easy. Whereas yeah. when you look at Bont and what he does, it was a time on, on Saturday night, he, a couple of times he just scooped the ball up and he just burst through traffic and he said, come with me. He carries his team on the on his back, Bond, and they're not responding for him at the moment. But you know, he he wins the footy in and under. He wins it in crucial spots. Whereas, and I'm not diminishing Nick Dacos's style of play. I still think he's he's the second best, if not the best player in the competition right now. But I just think, are we putting more weight on contested possessions in the contest, or getting the handball receive out the back, couple of kick ins here and there? It's going to be an interesting. Interesting balance on Brownlow night because often there is those players that on Brownlow night we all expect to poll and they don't get as many votes as we think. Yes. Uh, speaking of umpires, we just saw Razor Ray on the uh, advanced hair ad. <laughs> That's in the lay-bin. Um, yeah, you make a good point. What hasn't been talked about from Brownlow night? Four umpires. Yeah. It's going to be – I wonder how much harder it is for four umpires and if it's taking longer to actually work through the votes. Whether they, yeah, whether they work together on it. Yeah, so, it's an interesting one, isn't it? That's going to be uh, an interesting one, yes. Um, and I guess, yeah, this four umpires means more eyes on the contest. I mean, you look at – I don't know if you saw that, if you can look up the, to your left there. I mean, you look at that Bont standing in packs, Alira Lear coming at him. 
you know, and he's putting his head over the footy to take a big contested mark. I think that sort of stuff goes noticed by umpires, especially when you when you're you know a man of his stature. He goes back and kicks a goal. So for me, and Vinny makes a very good point off the text as well. Uh, you're forgetting about Zach Butters. Zach Butters last six weeks has just about been um, some of the best footy I've seen anyone play consistently. He just in, keeps doing it. In he's recent come time. from nowhere too. Like it, he was matched at five hundred on Betfair, and it, now he's six dollars second. Favorite. You know what he? You know what he is as well. He's a bit of a. He's a bit of a. You know, he's got a bit of mongrel about him. Every time he, every time he picked up the footy or he laid a tackle on Liber uh, on Saturday night, he gave him a little push. Yep, he's got a little bit of mongrel about him, which I don't mind. Confidence, is yeah, right confidence, up too. yeah, absolutely. He's, and he, I just think he knows. He's he's the type of player. He goes, sits back, and goes. I'll take this footy. I've got six blokes coming at me, but I'll just wheel around. What's, he, he, what's he impressed burst, me is his speed as well. Yeah, he burst through off half back. The the that was a brilliant was, passage you, play. Yeah, yes. the, the the port players were under pressure. Handball, 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 and then Butters picked up, scooped up a loose ball, ran into traffic, through the middle of the ground, and just opened up the play for them. And that's what makes Port such a good team that they're able to uh, they're able to back themselves. So. Yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting one. Who is uh, – give us the premiership market. We'll move on. I've got two questions for you, AFL-wise, and then we'll move on to the cricket and some racing in a sec. Just want to talk to you about um, Butters, some stats. Oh, so yeah. four Hit weeks me. ago, yeah. he he played Melbourne. Um, unbelievable game. Two goals, 41 possessions. Last month, so he's had two goals, 41. One goal, 32 against the Tigers. One goal, 26 mm. possessions against Hawthorne. And then obviously one goal and 30. So he's kicking goals. Yeah. And, and he's getting consistent. getting a lot of yeah. possessions. So um, does it inside and out. Yeah. Another one who's going to really be up there on Brownlow night. I did, Vinny's right. I did forget about his game. But yeah, I, it's going to be an interesting Brownlow this year. This, I can't wait. Head yeah. over to betfair.com today. You can trade all year as well. You so and I were there last year. That was good. Are we doing that, that, was that again? Fun, hopefully. Got to get, let's go have to dust off the suit. Yes. Uh, zero, zero, four, double nine, seven, three, six, seven, three, six. Last one I want to ask you before we head to a break and we will, we've got lay bins, we've got racing, we've got plenty of cricket. Can you get up a market there for me? The rising star. I can. I'd like some odds That's on a, that. That's another fantastic market. So just the premiership market, Collingwood $4 at the moment. Port Adelaide $5.50. They've been massive movers. Melbourne six forty. who are just going at the moment. Brisbane seven twenty. Pretty disappointing loss at the G against Hawthorne. Geelong, $11.50. So uh, looks clearly those yeah. top four. Yeah. There, the rising star, we've got Will Ashcroft, $1.79 at the moment. Harry Sheasel, $2.90. Mitch Owen's been a big firmer who you'll give a big push for, no doubt. What's he What's he paying? Uh, $7. Third favourite. Back it. He's been right firm now. this week. He was very I'm laying, I'm laying Will Ashcroft. Will Ashcroft's had a magnificent season, but it's, it's Sheasel or Owens for me. Sheasel's Sheasel's first half of the year was unreal. I, I'm not. I'm so not, you're laying Ashcroft. I'm not diminishing what Ashcroft's done. Sounds I mean, like you're laying I Ashcroft. I think he's going to be. I think he's he's going to be a star. I just think that when Brisbane, what were his numbers yesterday? I didn't watch that game yesterday. I just want to didn't see. Didn't have it. a huge impact. Yeah. I wanna, when Brisbane he had a good second quarter. When Brisbane don't play well, he doesn't play well. If that makes sense. Yes. Let me just have a look at his numbers from yesterday. Ashcroft. He had 20 kicked a goal, which isn't huge numbers in the context of the game. Sheasel's doing it consistently. When North are losing, yes, you know, and his first five weeks was probably better than his last month has been. I made the point about round five or six with Sheasel. I thought Ashcroft had a bigger impact because he was playing in the in the middle, yeah. and Sheasel was playing cross half back. He's moved into different areas yeah. throughout the season, but he was playing a lot of half back. It's much easier to get possessions at half back for in a losing side, yeah, than Will Ashcroft. But it's turned a little bit in the last five or six rounds as well. Yeah, and 
I don't want you to I don't want you to accuse me of anything here, but St Kilda are such <laughs> a better team when Mitch Owens is playing. His versatility and and his I guess he's he just plays with a fearless approach. I mean he he was he, he had a huge night on Saturday night. Not numbers wise, but just impact around the grounds. I, th- I still think he might have had 20 f- 24 disposals or something as well, and kicked kicked a couple of goals. So I, I think seven dollars. I honestly think seven dollars is ludicrous odds. I took him earlier in the year at eight yeah. uh, nines. Good lay 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 Ashcroft on Betfair.com to you. Yeah, I just think it's Sheasel or I reckon it's Sheasel or Owens, and I'm I'm not diminishing anything that Ashcroft's doing, but I just think they're the two. What are his numbers? Twenty one possessions, two goals. He had 14 kicks, 66% efficiency, 12 contested possessions, six score involvements, eight marks, three of them contested, seven inside 50s. So, and he goes in the ruck and has a has a, a pinch, his, pinch hits in the ruck as well. So I, I just think keep an eye on those two. Jump on. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get to our first break uh, here on the Betfair Edge. <laughs> the lay-bin's going to be fun. Oh, oh, stay tuned. Be, zero, Message in. We yeah, want to hear. 0499 We want to hear your lay-bin content. I've got a few stored away here, but uh, big, big lay-bin coming up next. Sunday, Betfair Edge. Play both sides of the bet this AFL season with lay-betting, exclusive to Betfair. What's gambling really costing you? Geordie's firing up. Sunday Betfair Edge live on your home of sport, SEN. Back or lay AFL markets exclusive to Betfair. What's gambling really costing you? John Donahoe and Tom Haylock with you. Tommy, we're both ready, I think. It's a a favourite half an hour of radio for the week. We're going to extend it over a couple of segments here because I texted you this morning. I said I've got three. Well, three of one. Check out the notes in my phone, I've got, JD. I've got some notes as well. Have a look at mine. Yours are a bit longer than Jordan. mine. Uh, all right, let's get into it, Geordie. All right, here we go. Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. If you would like to uh, put someone or something in the lay bin, Tommy, you can kick us off. Well, someone just messaged in saying that. Um, Travis Head not being selected in the first test in India. That was yeah. that's the lay bin of the year currently. Oh, yeah. It's on top. Yeah. So hundred percent. And he just keeps proving them wrong. How good which is, is he? Great. Trav ball. Love it. Love it's it. Be, oh, Love geez. him. Next Friday can't come quick enough. England are gonna bounce him. They're gonna bowl short to him, test and him. And then have and have a, a deep back. Yeah, gonna I think test that's probably him. the way it's probably the way to go about it. Anything anything full is probably gonna be dispatched. Don't lose focus here, JD. Yeah, no, sorry, yeah, let's, come on. Yeah, let's go. You're in. Um a newspaper in the last couple of days had a uh, local newspaper in Melbourne confirms Mia Favola has found love. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a stuff? Well, everyone, everyone needs to find love. Everyone needs, you know. Everyone... So an ex-footballer's daughter has found love. Congratulations, everyone. That's oh. great news. Isn't that, that's a lovely story for your Sunday morning. It's a great story. Great story. <laughs> everyone, uh, everyone will be better off having known that what story rubbish. in the paper. Oh, there you go. Good stuff by you. Thank really, you. Thank I don't know how I'm going to back this up. All right, uh, where do I start? Where? Are, all right, let's start with let's start with my AFL one. Yes, right. you're serious. I am. I've got a couple. Good. I've got a couple. Every May June, when the NRL State of Origin goes on, there has to be the discussion about AFL State of Origin. Yeah. Can we stop? <laughs> it's not going to happen. Not going to. It's not going to happen. 
It's it's. I would love to see it happen. The but... com- I would love to see it happen. The conversation drives me insane. <laughs> There's the, okay. It works in the NRL because it's two states. Yep. And they care more about their states than they do about their club team. So if they get injured, they don't really care. Yep. Okay, and there's you know, and I think the the coaches are on board with that as well. Tom Stewart is not going to go out there and play for Victoria, and I wouldn't imagine Chris got to be overly happy with Tom Stewart going out there and playing for Victoria in the middle of the year when they're making a run at a flag. Yep, yep. No matter where, no matter whether you you have a bye weekend, you do whatever. We need to bin this idea as great and as as nostalgic as it would be. It was something that happened in the past. It won't happen anymore because AFL it's gonna, too professional. It's going to ruin. Yep. It's going to ruin a team's chance of winning a flag. It only takes one bloke to get injured from one of these teams, and and if I'm honest, I don't reckon the players care about it that much because it hasn't been a part of their whole psyche for Dark the last Christ. twenty years plus. Can we stop the state of origin when they do it so well in the NRL? It's the only rugby I really watch and really enjoy and, and get a kick out of. But I don't have a really – I really don't have a, a, a player in the fight. You know, I, I like watching both teams. Yep. But can we stop the conversation about AFL State of Origin? Because it ain't going to happen. No, that's fair. Put cricket, it in the cricket for me, a few yes, things. here we go. Um, 23 overs in the first session of a test. Yeah, that's that. in the lay bin. No bin balls. That. Front foot, no balls. Yeah. Cummins, come on, get come the on. Come on, get mm. in the lay bin. England winning the toss and bowling. <laughs> India, you mean? India. India winning the toss and bowling. That's, that's in the lay bin. Sort well, that out. Actually, is it though? Because it sort of play, you know, plays I, into our hands. Can I put a controversial one in the yeah, lay bin regarding go. cricket? Oh, that's what the lay bin's for. So, last wicket fell in India's innings. Yep. Straight upstairs to review. Four of our batsmen are already off the pitch. Mm. They don't need to do that. Just wait 10 seconds. Um, yeah. Kawaja had actually left the field. I think maybe they, I, maybe I they think, knew it was it was out. Well, it wasn't out. It wasn't out. No. Wasn't oh, so he, he, had to run back. He, he clearly edged it, so they ran back. Okay, so I missed that. So he then. went straight upstairs as if like uh, as if he'd hit it. Okay. I know that it was the last wicket and they had a review in hand anyway, okay. so he would have done it. But yeah. Kawaja was off the field. Smith bats four. Yeah. He what? doesn't need to run off the field. Yeah, Just yeah. hold back, show a bit of respect for 10 seconds. I know it's a, it's a silly one. Yep. A bit of old man yells at Cloud, but okay. I didn't like it. I missed that one. So that's that's a good one. No, I like oh, I'm with you on that. Yeah, just, I'm with you on that. What's the 10 seconds going to do to Smith when he bats at four anyway? Like, Well, yeah, it's a good point. It's a great point. Maybe they had to go to the bathroom. Who knows? Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. All right, let's keep the let's keep the cricket theme going. Yes, go. I've got a couple. I've got three cricket ones here, okay? <laughs> good. So let's get into them. As much as I love this man, don't tell us when you're going to retire. <laughs> you're putting this in the lobby, yes. David Warner, yeah. great of Australian cricket. Do you love had, the man, had the option of saying goodbye and, and having the fairy tale finish at the SCG this summer. You are now at the mercy of the selectors, David. We, you don't tell us when you're going to finish. To be fair, he did say that. But yeah, yeah, but he, he's got to go out there. His main focus has to be making runs. He averages, what, 20 in, in 29 England? 29 in the UK throughout his career. And I'll give him this. All first class batted, yep. batted quite well in the first innings. But he's going to come up against Stuart Broad next week, who is going to go around the wicket to him and knows how to bowl to him. Bunny. David, there's a lot of cricket to go go on between now and the SCG test. You had your opportunity to say goodbye to your, your home fans at the SCG in the summer. But now you're at the mercy of the selectors. The, the don't tell t- us when you're going to retire. The timing re- of it was Don't tell weird. us when you're going to retire. I understand you say, if I get there, that's going to be my last test. 
you've got to prove yourself. Marcus Harris has been making runs in county cricket. He, you you have one failure in the Ashes, and I feel like it's it's all over. <laughs> so I'm putting into I Ooh, look. I, I have it. a lot of respect for David Warner and what he's done for Australian Doesn't cricket. Sound like it, JD. For what he's done for Australian cricket. I just don't like people saying, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play on until the SCG test." Yeah, if you're selected, he did great. say if you're selected, but well, it was just the timing of it. Yeah, yeah, but I just think he he, he now put because you know what's going to happen now. The selectors are now going to be criticised for not letting David Warner have this fairy tale finish if they drop him. Yep. And then if they don't drop him when he's out of form, they're going to get criticised because why aren't they dropping him? They want to carry him to his to his end date. So there's going to be a no win situation here. It's now on the on the selectors. So lay bin for me. It puts pressure on the selectors. Yep. That's fair. I yep. think we've got to go to the news and we'll yep. come back with a few more. We will. we will. I'm fired up. Let's go to the news and uh, more bet for edge next. Great to have your company. It's the Sunday Betfair Edge. John Donahoe, Tom Haylock with you. Back all AFL markets exclusive to Betfair. What's gambling really costing you? Sean off the text says, G'day, boys. Loving the Betfair show. Putting my rabbitos in the bin after yesterday's efforts. Cheers to Scotty in Bayswater for giving us updates from the Ascot Vale Hotel as well. That's uh, from Sean in Perth. Good on you, Sean. Uh, anything you want to put in the lay bin? 0499 736 736. Tommy, back to you, please. Yes, well, we heard during the week Singapore Racing's finishing up, so there's a serious lay bin. Yeah. October 2024. That's very disappointing for all racing participants, and it shows you how quickly a jurisdiction like that has declined through poor management. COVID obviously didn't help, but Real shame. Really disappointing to to hear that. It used to be a powerhouse in mm. Mecca. We had Zach Burton winning group ones over there. And um, obviously some really good trainers and jockeys would go there at, at times and, and come back to Australia or go back to their jurisdictions and mm. having learned a lot. So that's really disappointing. What do they do with the horses, the trainers? Are they an gonna, interesting one, wasn't it? Yeah. Are they going to uh, put in for the next 12, 14 months or whatever it is and actually try, are they going to come up with exit plans? So mm. um, I can't imagine the racing people are going to support the racing for the next 14 months. Yeah, that was a that was a tough one during the week for, you know, and the boys on track all, all talked about, you know, it was, a, it was a bit of a sad day for Singapore racing. It's been around for a long time. So, um, yeah, that was, that, was, that was tough. But hopefully, um, hopefully something will come out of it. Uh, all right, back to cricket for me. A little bit of a, a tongue-in-cheek one here. Um, and we've talked about the selectors a lot this morning. If the selectors think they're dropping Scott Boland for Josh Hazelwood for the first Ashes test, I'm putting that in the lay bin. Ooh, Scotty Boland. Scotty, well, Scotty, look, and, and forecasting you, you, you question my love for this David. This is new, you, forecasting lay bins. Well, you question Fisher. my love for David Warner, but I actually do love Josh Hazelwood. Metronomic, he's... It's hard not to like him. Yeah, hard not to like bowler. him. One of the great bowlers, 222 wickets at an average of 25 in test cricket. But sometimes you've just got to you've just got to move forward to the next one, next cab off the rank. And this comes with the Warner stuff as well. Sometimes you've just got to make that call to move forward. He'll now, play. He'll play in the. So my Josh my, Hazelwood will or not, maybe not first test. Yeah, but he they will all get a good I run. Just, you got five tests in six and a half weeks. Mm. Oh, if I'm looking at betfair.com.au markets for series, I like Cummins. I think he'll be the, the yeah. bowler. Obviously, Lion will play majority, but he'll be the bowler the quick that plays the majority of tests. And he took 29 wickets last time they were in the UK. I think in the Ashes. Mm. Uh, I think he will play the majority of games, and he's the bet for most wickets for Australia. But mm. I think Boland will play first test yeah. and Hazelwood might play second and these they'll are, just rotate. These are Boland's conditions. Stark? Where's he at? These are Boland's conditions. Well, that's the other that's the other one. I mean, whether you play 
Boland and Hazelwood, mm. but leave out Stark. That and look, we're, we've got a we've got a, a, a an unbelievable amount of bowling depth in this country, which is which is so good. Yeah, and it, it keeps, Nisa, who's yeah, correct, correct. Who should probably be be getting a look in as well. But these are Scotty Boland's conditions. He took the new ball last night in I th- in what I think might be a sign of what's to come. Yeah, that's an interesting one. So that Mitch Stark didn't time, get the new ball. Second time ever. Correct. He's played. He took, I think he also took the new ball at times in, in India. I think his control is McGrath-like. Now, I said the same thing about yes. Hazelwood before, but I just think these are his conditions. Duke ball, pronounced seam. He gets it going both ways, and he's just accurate. 100%. If he's if he's not taking wickets, he's going to stop you from scoring. Hazelwood does the same. They're very similar bowlers. Very similar bowlers. It's going to be a really hard decision. But I want to put Scotty Boland, I'm starting campaign, and this isn't just the Victorian in me talking. I am saying that Scotty Boland has to play the first test. Fair. I can't argue with that. Yep. I can't argue with that. Um, backboard for me. Uh, yep. We saw a couple of fairy tales uh, yesterday afternoon in the footy, JD. Um, Ryan Marich. 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 Yeah. Uh, Marich. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. He uh, wasn't in Eagles colours a week and a half, no. two weeks ago. First game, got picked mid-season. First kick, first goal. Good on him. Unbelievable. So, yeah. like, Imagine walking into a club mid-season, That's been bad. at the club for two weeks and kicking, getting the game for starters. He had yeah. five possessions in his VFL game, yeah, um, and got selected. For bit, of a, bit of a double-edged sword. He kicks his first goal with his first kick, and they lose by 115 points. Well, the other Tough. fairy tale is the Texan. Yeah, the Texan, ten goals in his two fifty. Yeah, there's a backboard nice. for you. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a backboard as well. I've got one more um, for the lay bin, and this is probably my biggest one of them all. But I'll give you one for the backboard. I was watching the footy last night, uh, Richmond Freo. This is everyone's got different likes and dislikes in terms of commentary. I really loved Basil Zemplis's commentary last night. I loved Ooh. having Basil Zemplis back. He he commentates a lot of Olympics, like swimming and all that sort of stuff as well. And I just think he hasn't commentated footy for ages because he's now the Lord Mayor of Perth. Yeah, I haven't heard him commentate for a long time. Actually. Yeah, and he, I just, I thought it was refreshing. Yeah. You could see he was a bit. You could sense he was a bit rusty, but I just thought his voice and the way that he he tells the story, he gets excited at the big moments. I don't know. I just really enjoyed that last night. So I want to see more of Baz. I don't mind that because people are quick to bag commentators. Yeah, that should be in the label. How I, quick are people oh, to bag yeah, commentators? Absolutely. Jeez, don't I'll, get me started. I'll be copping it on the tweets. I had a couple of WhatsApp messages from some mates last night. Who are they being? Don't you want to say? No, no, no. I'm not going to. I'm not going <laughs> to throw it out there. Um, but yeah, I liked Baz. I want to see more Baz. Just, just one more for the lay bin. Yeah. Um, one more each for the lay bin. Oh, might have two. Yeah, okay, okay, real yeah. quickly. Um, the shepherd on the line. Yeah. Uh, Saturday you night. can decapitate someone as a full forward on the line and How many times not pay away a free kick. And so that that's, that's happened, like someone that's happened in about so that. often and it's never been paid and that changed the game. Port went the length of the field and, and kicked, kicked the goal. goal straight away. So yeah. that's that's controversial. Also, Buddy got paid a free kick twenty five metres out in the first quarter, five minutes into the match. Haywood played on and missed. Took the advantage. That's in the lay win. Did he? Lay bin. I can't even remember. I was there and I can't even remember that. Yeah, from the pocket. You might not have oh, seen the free yeah. kick, but yeah, he got maybe, pushed yeah. to the back and Haywood went and it was the first score. For yeah, Sydney. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. Don't take advantage when yeah. the great man's. Especially when Buddy, when it's Buddy in his 350th. Agreed. Agreed. Good. Good from you. All right. This is my, this is maybe my biggest one. And I'm, I've probably wound up a lot of people, but I think I'm about to wind up over a billion people. <laughs> you're putting Indians in the label? I'm putting Shubman Gill in the label. Oh. <laughs> Stop complaining, mate. Yeah. You're not the first bloke who's gone out to a somewhat dodgy decision that wasn't in your dodgy. life. It wasn't dodgy. It wasn't a dodgy decision. You, fu- you, you fired me up now. Absolutely. It wasn't a dodgy decision. It was a great catch by Cam Green. 
But Brilliant I need catch. to uh, I need to pull up Adam Collins' tweet from uh, from this morning. He goes, uh, the one there's two things in this photo. I'll show you there. Yes. Two things in the photo. Two big fingers are under the ball. Yes. He's got two yes. massive digits under the ball. Uh, due to how wide they are, the ball probably is touching the grass. That is the point. But what I'm saying is, and he goes on to say, touching the grass doesn't qu- disqualify a catch. It's a question of control. 100%. Which is law 33 in the ICC interpretations. Correct. Richard Kettlebury is the best umpire in world cricket. I don't know why he's not central umpiring this game, but... I'm oh, glad. I'm glad. Umpires almost have bigger correct. I'm glad he's in the third umpire's booth. Mm. He went through every single angle of that, and he did it the right way. He took his time. His fingers are under the ball. It's also he controlled the ball. That's it, a, I would love to. That should be correct. Paid a catch, but also Shubman. You ain't the only bloke that this has ever happened to. <laughs> you won't be the last. Don't go on Twitter and go at the magnifying glass and say, "Oh, oh, it wasn't out." And then all the Indian supporters out there are saying, "Oh, once a cheat, always a cheat." The Aussie cricket team, Ooh, give me a spell. Yeah. This wasn't a this wasn't a calculated plan to go out there and claim a catch that might have hit the turf and may not have hit the turf. This happens in the spur of the moment. You know when you catch the ball. You know when you drop the ball. Indian ridiculous in the lay bin. Yeah, hundred percent. Shubman Gill in the lay bin. Focus on hitting the <laughs> I ball. Like it. Should, Shubman. Focus on hitting the ball along the ground. Oh, I right. like it. That's Jeez, good. I'm fired up. That's I'll tell good. you what. And it, it, look, that that decision is not going to be the reason if they lose that India lose this Test match. You know the reason they they probably lose this Test match? They didn't play Ravi Ashwin, and they're not good enough. And and they sent Australia in. And the they bat. won the toss above. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Give me a spell. You, uh, blokes, so, you blokes are quick to pump yourselves up on your own decks and you go somewhere else and you can't win. Let's talk some spell. cricket odds. That's I'm good, fired Jade. Up. Um, Australia, $1.46, setting into day five. I think they'll win. Uh, yeah. $6.80 for the draw, $5.70 for India. First cricket, very crucial. Yeah. These tonight. two, these two. so Rahani and, and Kohli are the only links left that can win this game for or draw this game for them. I would hate. This should go in the lay bin as well now I'm thinking about. Sorry, <laughs> keep I'm going. No, keep going. Lay A shared... World Test Championship final if it's a draw. No, so I, I actually, it? I disagree. It is. I disagree with but you though, why? because how boring is Sheffield Shield cricket yeah, when a team just prepares that. a flat deck and there's a, there's a reserve day. So if it does rain, yeah, but yeah, but that doesn't. If the if it's a conclusion of a game and it's a draw, you don't get a reserve day. The bowlers weren't good enough. It's been a good pitch. Yeah, the pitch has I been know, good. I I'd, hate, I'd hate to see yeah. Australia come out and not declare and make six hundred and it be boring. How I'd prefer is, a, I'd prefer a two man sack race on like a Sunday <laughs> or something and see who wins. How oh, don't count back on the boundaries. Yeah, board, don't do that. Yeah. Um, well, Travis Head might. Travis Head hit a few, so we might win. <laughs> um, but oh, ha, Test cricket, pinnacle of Test cricket, going into day five, mm. all three results still alive. It is yeah. a brilliant thing. I yeah. can't wait. Oh, 100 percent. We haven't how we haven't seen a. a Test going to a fifth day for a very long time. Not in India. Uh, well, we no, had the yeah, draw in India when it was an absolute road. The yeah. final test when it, see this is that was the most boring test ever. Yeah, India prepared a road because they didn't want to lose. It's true, and that's what we would have got. We'll we'll get some uh, racing markets in a second. One for the back, another one for the backboard, and just uh, humour me for a second. Nasai Wanganee Malira, 30, 30 disposals Thursday night, seventy six percent disposal efficiency, nine marks, three score involvements, and a goal. He's gonna be a star. Saints picked a good one there, so uh, I like that. Him and Basil Zemplis are on the backboard for me. Some uh, racing coming up. Yeah, some racing coming up. We'll do that next. Apologies. I mean, when you, you, people <laughs> have got carried to, away. Well, people have got to know when I'm on this show that it's going to be heavily cricket weighted or footy weighted. <laughs> You're here to talk the racing, oh, but we, then we, racing. but then you and I both get caught up in talk cricketing, in oh, talking excited. cricket. Yep. You know, we do. Anyway, more racing, more uh, Betfair Edge coming up next.
Sunday, Betfair Edge. Play both sides of the bet on Test Cricket. Back or lay markets. Only at Betfair. What's gambling really costing you? Gets you up and about. Classic. I love, love it. it. Welcome back to the Betfair Edge. John Donahoe, Tommy Haylock with you. This show's flown by. I guess we had 900 lay-bins. So, yeah, we did. Uh, that's fair enough. 0499 736 We'll get to some racing in just a second. How's the little man rolling in? He's up and about. rough as guts. <laughs> just wait. You will hear a very different sounding David Taggart this morning. Uh, uh, g'day. My name's David. <laughs> <laughs> Cam Luke dragged him out to all hours last night, so uh, good to see him socialising with the uh, the fraternity out there. All right, uh, people want us to talk more uh, racing. Apologies, that's my fault. I steered us down the cricket path, but you do need to give us some Ashes markets, please. Yeah, do it all on Betfair back lay trade. England four series two dollars fifty four Australia even money at the moment. Uh, been well backed, obviously with Leach out and their good form currently in the drawn series eight dollars. So. Uh, that's an exciting one. England, Australia in the first test starts Friday the 16th. Australia $2.40, England $2.42. So head-to-head, neck-and-neck there. And the draw is $5.70. JD, a couple from the text. Yep. Uh, Scotty from Bayswater. First lay is Normandy Bridge. Ascot Vale's yeah. revenue would have doubled if it got up. Oh. So that was a disappointing one for the third birthday. Up there, mates. Um, Sean from Bayside. Love the Betfair Edge boys. Ben Thompson, gun jockey, but slaughter of the year on Yellow Brick. Uh, Sorry, before you move on, we need to give Scotty a big shout out. He drove Tags home last night. No. In Tags' car. That's a great With effort. Cam. And joined them at Agape, so well done. And he, uh, Scotty, uh, hope you had a great weekend. He brought me a coffee in WA he's, when I was he, over there. He is a fantastic a fella, is Scotty. So uh, safe travels home. He got his business class upgrade, he was telling me yesterday, so that's exciting. Just on uh, Sean's message in from Bayside, Benny Thompson, yeah, his ride on Yaffet too uh, wasn't very good. So um, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Sometimes mm. they uh, get it wrong, and he probably wasn't at his best uh, last or yesterday. So yeah. there's a good one. Um, obviously, the backboard, a huge win from Think About It, winning the Stradbroke. He's won nine from ten, absolute star, two great ones in a row. Um, well supported on Betfair. The other group one, speaking of moves, King Colorado, yeah. unbelievably well backed, and it's typical for Mara and Eustace. Follow the Betfair market late. In these big group ones, if the money's on, especially with this stable, Mara and Eustace, they don't get it wrong very often. Uh, unbelievable win by King Colorado and the Mara and Eustace stable. Oh, I could put Jay Collette in the Laban again. His <laughs> ride on, um, I did this the other day too, his ride on Cinewon, found the fence, just need to look left. Um, so I was bagging him in Roverville, then he comes out and wins a group one. So... Anyway, Jay Collette there. We saw some massive odds on the exchange as well. JD, uh, head over to betfair.com.au. Comrade Rosa, uh, the last at Eagle Farm, 38.4% better Betfair starting price. Paid $12.20 top tote, uh, $16.89 on Betfair starting price. So we saw some huge prices on the exchange yesterday with the races. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about today? Have you got have you got anything today? It was a good day of racing at Warwick Farm on Monday. So I haven't got anything today. I don't mind Kitty Chat tomorrow in the first at Warwick Farm. Interesting debutante for going water gay. And Adrian, um, that stable going well. Tim Clark on board. Good front running ride. So um, tags in the house. Harry from Darwin came for tags today. Hope he's ready to back a few winners. He said he's done five hours of form, yeah. but the form guide was looking a bit uh, blurry. blurry. Yeah. 
league again after last night's action. I know so he's, we'll see I, how he goes. I know he's got a Canadian. He's just explaining to Geordie out the back there how to uh, put it all on Instagram and Twitter and all that sort of stuff. How he li- how how I tags like likes it. So uh, Sammy Highland will be on as well. So yeah, it's going to be a, a big day. I, I don't think. Tags is going to take much of Sammy's, uh, you know, upbeat attitude today. I think he's going to try and bring him down with him. <laughs> Just to continue on the racing, Osmosis won the first. A very smart um, horse for Bjorn Baker, who had a dominant day yesterday. Mara and Eustace won everything. And if they didn't, it was Bjorn Baker in Sydney. Um, so Osmosis looks a really good horse. Antino won again. Really smart horse. We saw Yellow Brick go down, which cost a lot of people a lot of money. I yep. would have thought Yellow Brick at a very short price. That was a huge go yesterday, JD. Into $1.35-ish mm. and got rolled. Just went too slow out in front. And Chris Waller just, when you don't want him to win, he wins. There's a couple of those favorites that went under yesterday, wasn't there? There was a couple, was yeah. Passagiata, very good, very yeah. speedy. She could be the quickest filly, quickest horse in the country over 700 metres. She's... Yeah. Enormous first up. Shilling Pro from that. Democracy Manifest got the chocolates as well. In the, Milo tipped that. In the drink-wise mile. Uh, yes, I saw that. So that was a good win. This is Democracy Manifest. <laughs> How good. How good. Um, and the last really killed me. Later Luxury. Bjorn Baker did it again. Uh, not the last. And Pasquero. I was alive in the quaddy, JD. And Pasquero mm-hmm. got me uh, fierce and was well-backed and ran second after being three and four wide throughout. Pasquero at 40-odd dollars on Betfair. Just yeah. beat me by a nose. Really disappointing day. There's a few close goes yesterday. A few that we were on at the pub that tags. I think Fearson was one of them, and it was sort of neck and neck on the line. Yeah, never. We never got the bob. I don't think yesterday we got one bob go our way. Frustrating day yesterday. It's a frustrating but, game, isn't it? It is. It's just like you, you just want them to go out there and win by ten links and just make it easy, make it easy watch. Yes. But anyway, just tune in. Tune in to nine a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. I think Milo's back. He is Dean, five Watling weeks of G Hall. Yes. So um, five weeks of giddy up with Miles. He's um, off G Hall. He's going yeah, to, he's going to he? Europe, I think. We're is going he... to Royal Ascot, I which is feel... coming up. Head over yeah. to betfair.com to do for Royal Ascot as well. We've got Rory Flanagan on the show next Sunday with Miles. So um, we'll do nice. a Royal Ascot edition there. We'll talk all things. So that's just Tuesday week. And yeah. obviously Ashes are on. It's all happening. What a time to be in, in England as well. I wanted to get over there, but I just couldn't make it work. I reckon Wimbledon's not far away as well. So that could be on six, during six the Ashes. tests. Royal oh. Ascot, Wimbledon, no Grand better. Prix in there. If you're, if you're a cricket fan, this is the best time of year. For, for you to be uh, up watching. Tommy, always a pleasure to spend a Sunday morning with you. Uh, go and rest because we've got a big night ahead of us. Can have a nap. Yep. I'll be watching cricket all night. Look good, forward to it, mate. Good Thank man. you. Little man and his little friend Sammy Highlander coming up next. Stay tuned.